What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. And before we start this episode, I want to encourage all our listeners to please subscribe and rate our channel. We definitely appreciate that. Also, feel free to give us feedback. Like I said, all three of those things, we definitely appreciate it. I just want to start the show off and letting you guys know. And um, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of real, must the motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm a plenty play. On the way. On the way, on the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take risks, cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way, on the way. Alright, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier, sitting with my co host, D. Hey, everybody. And today, this is gonna be a. Uh, I think I think I think this is gonna be a super valuable episode. I think people y'all definitely gonna get some game from this. We finna talk some re- some real shit, some good shit. And uh, today our guest is he go by the name of Hugo. For those who don't know him, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all are already familiar with him. He uh, always talk a lot of gems if you follow him on Twitter, especially on the timeline. And uh, we we just gonna have a, a real good valuable conversation. So welcome to the show, bro. We glad you came on. Appreciate it, bro. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, before we start, like we usually like asking our guests, like to just uh, give a background, just for those who are not familiar with you. Uh, I'm pretty much a private chef on the East Coast, and then I'm in the cannabis industry in the Midwest, like rec and medical, mainly medical, but I do rec too, mm-hmm. where I can, because it's hard to get permits for stuff and stuff like that. But we're working on that. Yeah. And pretty much, I'm just a. I'm really getting into investing. Investing, I'm leveraging my money where I know it's going to profit, and then I try to get into bigger things as I increase my capital. Yeah, that's and that's it's that it sound. Uh, some people might hear that and it might sound complex to them, but that game is really simple. And uh, like I, I want to ask you, so like, what was your start into getting into all that? You know, what I'm saying everybody really, especially in our community, we really don't even, we really don't just don't start there. It's like something that usually happens. But we like, all right, I know I know the game, now I know what it is. People on Twitter put me on, bro. Like realistically, like I mean, I was I always made money, don't get it wrong. But right. people on Twitter, like people like BZ, Stun and stuff like that, I just peep it on the timeline, I'm like, yo, they are doing this, I can do this too. Like mm-hmm. and that just really opened my eyes and I mean then about two years ago, my LLC was kind of failing. So then I just buckled down on everything. I went sober. I stacked all my bread. I wasn't spending money unless it made me money. And I did that for about nine months, and I went sober for a year, and it changed my life. Now I can maintain our stack. I can do things I never thought I could do, you know what I'm saying? Because I changed my mindset, mm. which got my ground right, which got my bag right. And I think you said that mm. in your first podcast. Before I even listened to your podcast, I was saying that. So, I mean, I can tell you got the kind of same kind of mindset, so yeah. I'm really rocking with that. You yeah. feel me? And you're younger than me, so you feel me? So I'll fuck with that, too. Because you're like 25, I'm 28, bro. I started doing what you're talking about in like 26, 27. You know what I'm saying? But you're only 25 and you're doing it crazy. Yeah. And I keep that, so I follow you, man. Yeah, that's love, bro. I pre- I appreciate that for real. And I, something I love you, like how with the stuff you talk about, I, I, like, I love it so much because I know it's certain things that people talk about that I know it, it's not relatable to a certain demographic. But your language, yeah. the language you speak... I know who is who is relatable to because I know a person like me where I come from Chicago. I, I would have definitely paid attention to somebody like you as opposed to some other people, even though they're not doing nothing wrong. But it's 
it's you speaking it's relatable. You speaking the language. Yeah, yeah, it hit different. Like you like you said, it hit different. So that's why I look like like when you just said you gotta get your mind right to get your bag right. That alone is like, you know what I'm saying? That that hit that that hit different than somebody just telling you like, hey yo, you need to invest into this or this. You know what I'm saying? That might go out one ear one in one in, one ear and not the other, you know what I'm saying? But when you have something like that, you're gonna be like all right, so what you mean like this? What you, what, what I gotta get my right, mind right as? Yeah. Like what I gotta do? You feel me? So like that that saying stuff like that, it always you know what I'm saying it just it be super dope to me to hear people say that. And people don't realize that they that they medium. Like I mean, I, I try to equate plants to growth. I mean, like in growth in real life. So it's like if your medium's not good, you're not gonna get optimal results. And that can go for vices, that can go for people around you. See your behaviors, all of that stuff matters. And when you X out all of that and you're only doing beneficial things, I just saw a lot of growth, man. Like mm. it just it just went exponential based on our things I already know. You know you already know something, but when it click into you from another person's perspective and you start applying it to your life, like you really you really, really start to boom. Basically boom. that's what it is. We don't live to survive, man. We doing this shit to thrive, bro. You know how it is. Man. But I know you rock I know you're rocking the Nissan, man. You're not in the beamer. Yeah. You're not in the S sixty three, but you can buy the S sixty three, but you ain't in the X sixty three right now. You feel me? Mm-hmm. We thugging it out while we get this money, man. Facts, mm-hmm. facts. And I and like man, it it is like I love I love this because like I, like I said before, I love like I love talking to people that got bread. I love talking to people that ain't got nothing. But I like I really love addressing the the young dude that I know come from the same mentality we come from because I like, I really love it like that's like my main goal for like reaching them because I know they they probably don't see a way out a lot of times you don't really see like damn so you kind of like even for the people that don't follow uh, Hugo like you like you posted a hundred a hundred bands some like some shit like that shit I love some people might see that as like man that's cocky why you posting money you don't do that you know what I'm saying you get money you don't do that but I look at it as I always look at shit like that as inspiration because I know somebody like I said that they don't see no way out and they see that and you ain't get it illegally so that's you yeah, know and that, open, that opens their eyes exactly because when my homie son flex but I think he flexed 14 men on me the first time that's what made me open my eyes and realize yo two men is not enough like why are you just shooting the stack to me and have that investment? Like, no, nah, bro, keep going. Like, there's no comfortability with this shit. There's no complacency going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you'll show me, like, five, men. Then you'll show me 25, man. Like, all I do is show my homies that shit. I'm like, bro, this is somebody that's fucking with me. We get our shit together, and we start doing some real nice, clean shit. Bro, he's going to fuck with us. If we can get an investment, like, that's my network, and I'm leveraging that network, and I got it off of Twitter. Like, that's crazy, that's bro. Fuck, bro. That's, that's, like, that's the first million that it ever started fucking with me, bro. That's it's got clean money. Clean money, bro. That's you know like, <laughs> and that's like that's how crazy like the power of Twitter for real. Because if you're not on there, you would have to kind of think like, man, you got to get money this way. But then you get on Twitter, you see all kinds of people. And shout out to Stun because he got different ways, getting different ways, bro. Like. Like seven years ago, you talking six figures, bro. Either you balling or selling dope for me. Right. I, don't I see people in fucking tech. I see people in defense contracts doing this, doing that, making these figures at 22 to 24 years old. Like, it's here, man. It's it, out right. here and it's possible. Facts, bro. And, uh, like, you, you, I know, uh, you cooking stuff. So, what got you into, like, cooking? Like, how did that start? Actually, Angel on the timeline, she inspired me to cook. Like, I came home 2012. Stop doing whatever, you know what I'm saying? I just got into cooking heavy. Like, that's just, like, something I drowned my work in, too. When I started selling plates, 
Then I started doing dinner parties for street niggas, and they really paid for it. Like, they really started spending that bread with me because of that, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I cook it like a dope boy. I'll, I'll weigh the fish. Like, I mean, I, my area is sanitary and stuff, but I'll put the fish on the scale, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll put the cheese on the scale. You can watch me cook it like a dope boy, you know what I'm saying? And they, they was fucking with that shit. And they got a good conversation going on with their women and women. They're trying to impress and stuff like that because I'm bringing nice quality dishes to the table. <laughs> that's that's, so, that's I, was even, I was even selling wine one day, like like back in the day. Like I mean, I'm kind of I wouldn't call it a right reactionary hustle, but that's what Panda calls it. You know what I'm saying you you make money when you can. I was selling wine cooked and uncooked what? when I first started out, like like 2014. Yeah, I would drive all the way to Fredericksburg, like an hour away from Richmond, and drive it back down because they didn't have Wegmans in Richmond, so I could just go cop the 13 pounds of Wegmans, and I was moving 13 pounds of wine a week eventually. And, 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 and if anybody know. The- about that, they know that ain't cheap. That ain't <laughs> for the people that don't know. For the people that don't know, that ain't, that definitely ain't cheap, man. That's 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 crazy. That just shows like it's a million. I always say this: it's a million ways to get bread. Facts. It's a million ways to get bread. <laughs> started with selling candy at six, man. Like I told people before, you have this entrepreneurial breakout between like the ages of six and ten. We all did it, especially kids in the hood. Whether we were selling candy, ice pops, or whatever, you know how it went. Right. And that's our first, that's our first experience with the hustle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you were saying before, I remember you were saying like you gotta do a whole bunch of shit to do an illegal hustle. You gotta do a whole lot of things <laughs> right. to know how to do an illegal hustle. So you might as well start tapping into some illegal shit because <laughs> it's real. easier. It Way just easier. takes more time. Yep. That's all it is. Way easier. And people man. are impatient. It's it's so many like I like I said it's so many barriers doing illegal shit, bro. Like people that's doing it, they probably don't even look at it like that because they used to it. But just you gotta always be looking over your shoulder, always worried about some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's always it's always something. It never stops. So when in the legal side, you ain't gotta worry about none of that. And you see the shit with the real estate, like that real estate bread over my eyes. So much bread out there, not just the whole center, but just being in the fix and fix, fix and flop or whatever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that shit is. Amazing! I see you talking about it. You don't yeah. go into too much detail on, on the timeline, but what game you do give out, I absorb all of it because you don't tweet a lot. So yeah. I can easily peep your game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing it. I love that shit. <laughs> definitely, bro. And I peep, uh, like, I listen to your podcast, and I definitely uh, advise everybody to go listen to that. You, be, I, I, hey, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. You got the, you got the uh, hardest podcast intro. I ever heard. <laughs> I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna say, I, 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 I ain't gassing them either. For y'all to go listen, I, I, I don't even know if I should say it or if I should just let them go and hear the shit. What you think? So I, so I, so I, <laughs> I mean, you can go ahead. And <laughs> All right, his, his podcast intro started up on a money machine, counting up a hundred thousand. And that's what's up. <laughs> and it's and it's cold, bro. And he say he say he say it don't even count a hundred. It go to ninety nine and stop. I'm like, bro, this thing, like I ain't even get. I'm like, yo, this shit is cold because I know, like, I love it. Some people might not. That might not be some people lame, but I know a certain type of people gonna feel that on a whole nother level. And change their lives. And change their lives. So many people lives just flexing the money and doing a little game. Like, they, like if he can do it, I can. do it. It's facts, that's exactly bro. what I aim to do. Facts, bro. And some, something that you said that I love, you said you said uh you said uh you can't let your bad habits trick you out your spot. And I'm like, man, that's that's, that's like the realest shit in the world. But for people who might hear that and they be like, what do you mean by that? Go into go into that a little bit more. Like, say say you got a crazy, crazy weed habit, you know what I'm saying? You spend a thousand dollars a month on weed. Just this is average, bro. Just 
say you spend a dollar on one a week versus you getting high. The time you spend rolling that weed up, the time you spend smoking that weed, you're not making no money. You're spending the money to do that to enjoy something. And then when you're done with that, you're not trying to go go get some money when you're off the weed. You're chilling or you're doing whatever fun fun thing that you have to that you wanted to do in your spare time. And I feel like that's two of them chicken you out the spot that you want to be in and the spot that you are in because you're not progressing. Even if you feel like you are progressing, it's a stagnant progression. For, for It's not nothing that's substantial within a year. Like in a year's time, you're not going to be on a whole other level type mm-hmm. of thing. So I feel like if you're exiting out all your bad habits, you're not letting them take yourself out your spot because you're doing only beneficial things to move forward. Anything that's a sidestep, when you step, when you step outside your lane, you stepping outside your lane. So you're not moving forward. You're still not on the highway. You're on the side of the road right now for a second. You know what I'm because you're playing. And I feel like I had to stop doing that. Mm. You know yeah, that's real, bro. Because even just in a year's time of me being sober and me being fully focused, I learned up like probably four times, bro. Like at mm. least. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just because I, I, I felt more use of my time not to spend getting high and spend riding to go get high to go get food and then ride back to get high like that's just unnecessary things that are going on versus me learning about real estate me learning about buying gold me learning about crypto because actually you posted your ledger once like i'm like yeah this is the final start me getting into crypto you did that like four months ago three months ago mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i finally got into crypto i just started parking my bands in crypto and now i'm up like 20 percent off crypto you know what i'm saying but I parked the whole brick, you know what I'm saying? You know, I like to talk about the money. And <laughs> yeah. I parked the whole brick in Bitcoin, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's 20% of that. That's a couple bands. Yeah, you know facts. I mean? In three months. You know what I'm saying? Versus me just sitting on the money in a fucking checking account or, or me sitting on the money in my drawer or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm parking that money and I'm leveraging my capital more. You feel me? To make more money where I can. And that's why I tell people to stack their money so they can leverage it. But you don't have to just stack your money. You can get into anything. I mean, you can't get into anything. You can get into some things that don't cost you any money, like the service-based industry, shit mm-hmm. like that. So right. you can actually do both, but I feel like people should be stacking versus blowing money on things that they have to save to buy. Like, you got to save to buy a Gucci hoodie. Why are you buying a Gucci hoodie, bro? Right. You're saying you, you $1,500 hoodie, but you ain't got $1,500 assets. Now we playing on you. We got to start playing and keep building these assets to show these younger people, 18 and 20, that you ain't got to have all that shit right now. You can go get some investments you can go park your money somewhere and build yourself up and then go cop the gucci hoodie off the back end you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we listen to young school to talk about back end money all day but all we get is back end money facts you know so i feel like that's something we really got to focus on more facts because nobody else is going to do it. i'm not waiting for the government to build us up bro they, they playing bro i'm not time i ain't got time for that bro Man. i'm gonna build my people up Facts, bro. We could we could do it ourselves, and that even go, and that goes back to another thing you said on your podcast when you was like, uh, contribute or shut the fuck up. And excuse my language for those who <laughs> may be listening to this and they got kids around or something like that. But that I feel like that's the realest shit in the world because it's a it's a lot of people that's on bullshit that's in the way they because they with they bullshit mentality where they putting it out there. And it's a lot of people they uh they not as mentally strong yet to be able to decipher like you know what I'm saying what's real and attainable besides like what's some bullshit so it's like if you ain't contributing to, to you know what I'm saying pushing people forward inspiring people get the fuck out the way for real let the people that's really in this shit doing real business inspire those help those that want to level up we really trying to change some shit man exactly. we can change shit as a collective man no, as a, seriously, bro. Like it's it's so many dope people out here doing like real real shit, bro. And it's like, I, I like I said, I keep, I'm gonna keep saying I love it because 
I feel like I know directly the type of people that it's speaking to. And I know they see that shit and they like, damn, I ain't got an excuse now. Ain't no excuse. I could get it too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that's the that's the realest shit in the world, for real. Like I wish, like I I, I was I was like I, I said this before. I was tell, I was telling my barber this shit, and I was like, ain't, ain't no cocky shit or nothing. But I was like, me five years ago, I would have paid to talk to somebody like me at 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of this, a lot of this shit, I ain't know it was possible for real. I ain't know you can make. Bread doing not only not just doing uh buying a hole, buying and flipping, you know, doing all this mm-hmm. different shit with real estate. I ain't know that Bitcoin, all you know, what I'm saying just hustling. Period. Outside of you know, what I'm saying when you when you that young, all you think is man, you either gotta go to the league or you gotta sell dope. Especially in our community, right. as sad as it is, that's the truth. That's the mentality for real. That's a fact. <laughs> that's why, like, shit, Colorado opened my eyes to the amount of money that's literally out here. And when I started going to Boston and you know, I started going to Cali, I started going to Colorado. I realized like Yo, these cities are built the fuck up, bro. Like what the fuck? Because I never really traveled, man. Just because I got money, I mean, I always spent it in the city, man. I never really traveled, never really thought about things like that, man. I started So he said the local store in your hood, they get their food from Walmart. Yeah, they bring it in the van, bro. I done seen them, bro. Back in the day, when I used to walk <laughs> to the store, man, That's to buy crazy. food. I used to, I seen them with the Walmart bags with their kids. And I said, I respect the hustle, but at the same time, the token, I'm trying to bring a better opportunity to my hood, gracious step. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, yeah. when you buying the food from Walmart, it's already halfway spoiled, and then you're trying to sell it to me days later. If I come up there three, four days later, like, bro, you still got the same food. Like, no, I'm good bro, on that's, that. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. And a, question, a question I have for you, like, you mentioned moving to Colorado changed your life. Before we got on a podcast, you said that. And whether yeah. a lot of people know it or not, like, your environment is, can destroy you. Like, being around the same old stuff and the same old people. So for you, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you, what do you think about, like, getting out your environment for the betterment of, like, yourself and changing yourself? <laughs> I fully agree with that. I fully commend doing that because that's just something that could fully get you focused. Because once you're out of your full environment, then you realize, like, you know, you're fully, like, I won't, I won't say you're in a real world, but you're in a whole other environment that you have to thrive. You don't want to just survive when you just move to another place. You really want to do a big find. You know what I'm saying? And your eyes are fully open to a major another city than versus where you're from in the hood or wherever. You know what I'm saying? When your eyes were limited, I feel like that can really change your life because you're just, you're more focused, I feel like, and you have better access to a network versus the network that you were surrounded around, the despair you're surrounded around, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm. And I agree because it's like, it's not a matter of forgetting where you came from, the people you left behind, but it's going to do what you got to do so you can come back and get Come back and community. make something shake for them. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. It's not like, like, I still pull up to the hood, you know what I'm saying? I do see four ball in the hood, and I still get love in the hood all day. Like, I pull up to the hood at least two, three times a year and talking with my people that are trying to get out or we're trying to get into a field. They can't get them out. You feel me? I, I'll never forget my hood. That's dead. Mm-hmm. That's real, bro. And uh, something something else I heard you say, you said you said three songs you listen to every morning is that uh, Nipsey Hustle, Roll to Riches, Hustle and Motivate. It was another and run one. Run a lap. Run a lap. 
Yeah. I'm like, man, that's. that's I put on some payroll. Yeah, and that's why, man. And, and I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I'm gonna say this real quick for the, for those who don't know, or I don't say don't know, but it's a certain. It's like I, just, I seen somebody earlier today. They say your diet is more than what you eat. It's what you consume mentally, what you what you what you listening to, all that kind of shit. So like listening to artists like a Nipsey Hustle, like a payroll. For those who are not familiar with payroll, that's real. Like. Hustler music, even though sometimes he might talk about some illegal shit, but mo- the most important thing about that music is a mentality based. Like I was just, we just Thanks. riding around in Miami in the drop top, listening to that top down money up by payroll. I'm like, this it's some hustler, it's some it's some hustler, it's a lifestyle hustler music. It like it puts you in a mindset of let me get this bread. I am, let me stop playing. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he really does for people. That's why I always try to put people on to him. And I love seeing that people that I follow on Apple Music are really playing his music now because I said something about him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he, he can really get your mind right. You, you playing that, he drowning your head. Like, even even when he do talk about the coke of the dope, he's talking about flipping that money into some legal shit. Facts. Or telling you to get into some legal shit, telling mm-hmm. you to do this, telling you to invest in yourself, stop tricking around. Now ain't the time for Ruth Chris, please come to an yeah. understanding yeah. with your mate type of shit, man. And I really like that type of shit, because that's really getting your mind right, because that's, like you said, what you consume even when you're listening to it. I love, I love to listen to other shit. I fuck with the future. I fuck with mm-hmm. a whole very artist, but I play Nipsey and Payroll like mm. that. Like, I play them faithfully, because I need right. that in my mind to keep me focused, even when I'm down. Like, when he, when Nipsey said, I can't win them all, but I can't keep losing, I was mm-hmm. taking L's, and I started winning. Dumb crazy. I take a couple L's, just whatever, you know what I'm saying? That comes with life, so... Yeah, that that comes with, and that's for real. Like that's straight Nipsey and Payroll. Them, them my go to for real. I listen to Nipsey Payroll, Ross Hole. Them not really the only artists I listen to like that. It's yeah, like Ross like, going in, yeah, boss raps, boss raps, like for real. That's next level. <laughs> 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 she love Ross. She loves listening to Ross. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's that's no, that's some real, that's some real shit, bro. And uh, I know I had I had I had something else I wanted to ask you too. I can't remember. I can't even remember what it was, bro. It was something. Else. Well, you looking at me like that? Okay. Thank you, Okay, I can't. Even, I, I know something I definitely want to ask you, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, on the timeline, how you was talking about you about to raise? I think you said like one hundred eighty thousand. Just pulling one hundred twenty. 120, yeah, just, just, just from just Twitter. Just pulling resources because Stone's out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think BZ was one of my first like major investments on Twitter. You know what I'm she dropped like thirteen hundred on me, but she asked Stone, "Was it cool first? And he said, "Yeah." So she was with it. And anytime stuns out for me, like people just started really wanting to throw money at me when they seeing that Beezy got her mailbox money and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm and shout out to her. That's what we we finna link up with this weekend. So that's oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what's up, man. That's yeah. what's up. Shout out to her, man. I've been I've been uh, I've been trying to get her on for a minute too, but she 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 told me I think she said October November. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That, that's but that's crazy. That's just the power of a networking having somebody to vouch for you. I always say like, man, ain't nothing gonna happen as fast as somebody that's uh, got a good rep vouching for you. Don't nothing beat that. Don't nothing beat that shit for real. And that just goes yeah. to show you right prime example right there. You keep your face solid out here, somebody gonna notice, man. Real players wanna notice you, man. Right, exactly. And I'm glad you brought it that up. It only took three years. Three years ain't shit, bro. That ain't shit, bro. You know that is, bro. I keep telling people, couple years ain't shit to level up, man. Bro, mm-hmm. facts, bro. And so and some and some people, like as I know, some people with a certain mentality, they might hit three years and be like, damn, three years? But I'm telling you, bro, when you get out that mentality, 
three years, it ain't shit, bro. That shit gonna go by like in a blink of an eye, like literally, bro. It ain't nothing. It ain't. It ain't nothing for like. I was even. I was just. I was just talking to somebody because I, I got. A, I got a little cousin, and he got locked up or whatever. He got five years fed time, and uh, I was talking to somebody, and they was like, "Damn, bro, this like on like on the sad tip." And I'm like, "Yo, he 20, bro. Five years ain't nothing. He gonna come out 25. You know how young that is. He got his. He, he get his mind right." He got his whole life ahead of him, bro. Five years yeah, ain't nothing. Man, why, why you and then you come home? Come on. I mean, if you still, you still got your homies, and your homies built themselves up while you was gone. No, right. Now you still got a chance to build up with them. So it's like your network still makes or break you, no matter what's going on, man. That's why I believe in having a strong network. That's why I believe in staying solid. That's mm-hmm. why I need less solid people around me. Because when I vouch for you, you can't fuck up my connections. Mm. Mm-hmm. Basically. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like if, I to, like, like if I wanted to plug you in, so like if I wanted to plug somebody into you with the real estate, you know what I'm saying? Like they can't fuck it up. Like or like it's some type of contract, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or some hypothetical shit. They can't fuck it up. Right. They're fucking up my connection with you because I'm going to have to be accountable for that because I vouch for them. You feel me? That's right. how I look about it. You know what I'm saying? Because pawns that very thing, real bosses hold accountability. You feel me? Mm-hmm. 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 And that's real. Like that's that's real, bro. And that's like. I like, like I said, I love, I love that talk because it's like, uh, I know it's going to be inspiring for a lot of people because it's money talk, but more importantly, it's the mindset because you get all the money in the world, but if your mind ain't right, the shit ain't going to last long. You know what I'm saying? And you, you ain't going to be right really back. You can't enjoy that shit. You can't, in fact, you can't. And, and speaking of like how you said a good reputation, like I, I always say like, it ain't fucking hard to have a good rep. All you got to do is be right by people. And on the top, I ain't going to say no names, but like on, the, on Twitter specifically, it's always... Some shit with somebody, you know what I'm saying, getting exposed or something, this and that. It's like, damn, bro, you got how you can't keep your face clean? The shit easy. Do uh, right by people. The shit easy. Stay smart, <laughs> bro. The shit, yeah, that is easy. Even when you fuck up a little bit, you own that shit and you keep it pushing. Keep it you know pushing, what I'm saying? Bro. You don't do bad business, though. You know what I'm saying? You don't do bad business, then act like you're not doing bad business. That's crazy, bro. And with you, you being 28 and like you extremely young, man. So I want to ask you like, like, cause I already know you got long-term vision, long-term plans. Like what, what do you see yourself five, 10, 15 years from now? What's your vision? To have a, a nice percentage of the cannabis industry to be in cars, be in the precious metals a lot more, mm. uh, get into real estate a lot more, get into anything that intertwines with cannabis to get it always so I don't have to outsource mm. at all. You feel me? Because I really don't like to outsource. I'd rather get money with my people versus giving money to an entity that wouldn't piss on us and we were fucking on fire type of thing. You feel me? So, mm. Yeah, that's right. Really I, I, I like to I like to keep it in the family. You know, I feel like social networks are family. So even if I'm getting money with another social network, that's still family. I'm still keeping it in the family. I'm not outsourcing and giving it money to people that I feel like aren't going to build up our communities or doing things like that. Unless I have to. If I don't have to, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather get money with my people mm. all day. I love that, man. And speaking of like uh, like keeping keeping it within the family, what do you, we always ask every guest we have is we we say. Do you feel as if you have an obligation? I was gonna say occupation. <laughs> I'm tripping. An obligation to give back to your community, and not just monetary, but we talking time, resources. You know what I'm saying? All that good, all that good stuff. Do you feel like you have an obligation to do that? Me personally, yeah, because it made me who I am, despite the price, despite whatever. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I gotta 
pave my pave the way for the next generation to not have to go do what I want to do. At least on a smaller scale, you feel me? Mm. Mm-hmm. So mm. I rather, yeah, I feel like I gotta do that. That's real, man. That's real. And what the what in your opinion, what do you think is uh the 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 switch that happens in someone's mind to the point where they could be like, you know what I'm saying? Cause they what they what they could think like, oh, I ain't gotta do, I ain't gotta hustle, I ain't gotta do illegal shit to get bread. I can get bread this way. Cause there's a lot of people that I talk to that you know what I'm saying that, but they still kind of don't see it yet. So what do you think is that 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 flip that that happens for you to be like, oh, okay, I see what it is. Making their making their first couple bands clean. Like realistically and seeing it, they can scale that thing and transition into that one thing and still open up something else. Mm. Like that's really the eye opener for most people that I know of. Type of shit, man. Because at the end of the day, most niggas, you know, a nigga want to be up a couple six figures before he even try to get into something else. You feel me? Because you know, we always say it take money to make money. Mm-hmm. You know and it takes a lot of money to make a lot of money, so you're not fucking with some other shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, really, I feel like it's time and just making a couple bands clean. You know what I'm saying? Whether whether it's parking it like when Bitcoin was three bands, if a nigga parked thirty bands when it was three bands and it hit twelve bands, he fucking hundred twenty bands. You know what I'm saying? Bands, that, yeah. that, that that'll open his eyes. I'm like, God damn, I need to start getting on the ground floor more with this type of shit. And I just turned the brick into four. Like, <laughs> what's up with that? Like, yeah. and I did it in three months. Cause you know, Bitcoin was at three, three bands like in January, exactly. right? and it hit twelve thousand like late May, late July, something like that. So, right. that money's out here, man. We just got to start getting on the ground floor more instead of trying to get into it when it's booming. Boom. That's that's a major thing, a major key to success. You feel me? Because we only get marginal results when we get in when it's kind of. Right before it's about to pop, you know what I'm saying? Mm. We gotta have a vision to be on the ground floor and put our money into something that's not booming right now and wait. Like I said, that's another thing. It's the it's the patience thing, man. We're not patient, man. Because mm. even even I got patience issues. You feel me? That's why I got into Bitcoin when it was like seven bands, but a nigga told me to do it when it was three bands, and the nigga got multi million dollars. Like I didn't listen to him. Like <laughs> that's just how it is sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep it one thousand, or at least I'm keeping it a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't listening when I should have. You know what I'm saying? And I had every right. To do it, scared money just don't make no money sometimes, man. You like having that money in your hands, man. Mm-hmm. That shit wicked, man. Getting about that mindset to not be hoarding your money type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. like, goddamn. So unless you start putting in this thing like that, or even even when you invest in other people's names, but you so you don't have to look at it, so you don't feel compelled to liquidate. When I started putting Bitcoin in my own name, bro, I started looking at that shit every day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I already like, know. I'm putting, I'm putting ten, twenty thousand dollars in here. Like, I gotta keep looking at this shit. Like, stop playing with me. Stop selling this shit, bro. Stop mm-hmm. playing, man. I need that all time house. So I can get this chain, man. Come on, I gotta buy the chain off the back end. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. That's another thing we gotta start rigging on, man. Start investing before we spend some bread on something that's not gonna make us no money. Like I said before, man, we gotta start doing that more. Because mm-hmm. I mean, even if we do lose the money. I feel like we lost the money copping the Gucci and we just got something to show for it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that's different. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we got to stop being consumers all day. We need to be consumers, but we don't have to be consumers all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to crash the market if we start stacking money and investing. Like, Facts, bro. So. And I'm glad you said that because I, 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 I tell people this shit all the time. I say, uh, I don't care what you do, but most people, you not... You not gonna save up your first fifty, a hundred thousand dollars, and I know you want to get there. 
So to get there, you're going to have to take uh, some chances, some risks, and, and invest in some shit. It's just, it's just the truth. Like, like so you're going to get some people, a few people, they manage to save, to save up 50 bands, 100 bands. But most people, it's, it's damn near impossible for them, to do, for them to be able to do that shit. So they're going to have to invest in the stock market, buy some Bitcoin, buy some real estate. Just fuck with your bread. Play with it until you can double up. Double up again and keep doubling up. Now you got 100 bands. Now you got 200 bands. You like, damn, ain't no way I was going to say this. Start some things, man. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like, I, like I, 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 I definitely want to stress that because I want people to hear this and be like, damn. Because you, you, deep down, you know it's true. Because I know it's somebody that's going to listen to this. And they probably be like, damn, I just saved up five bands. But I just fucked around and I blew it, man. I couldn't hold on to it. Because you got you to gotta play with it. You try to double that shit up before you go, like you said, go buy a Gucci belt and do all that. Because if you doing all that, before you doubled up your money, you hustling backwards every time. Like you, you really just saved the box and shit that's not going to make you money. <laughs> it's, really, it's really keeping you in the same place with letting you go down because, I mean, if something else happens, something else pops up, like if the engine goes back, whatever, something happens that costs you a couple racks or a couple hundred, that's fucking with your level, depending on your level, you feel me? And if you're a lower level, everything that you do matters. But Facts. It everything. Like you can't, there's no excuse for it. Like, you can't say, this is not why this happened like like even if you like if you make it if you make it two three thousand dollars a month you buying three four hundred dollars shoes you buying this you buying that like that's affecting you in the long run because i mean you're not you're not creating passive income with your capital you're not trying to leverage your capital you're just slowly blowing it little by little not knowing that if you were stacking it trying to leverage three months in expenses you know what i'm saying that you can go try to generate some income now you feel me you can start right. playing with the stock market you can start playing with the real estate you can start playing with things and start taking chances with your credit they maybe build more capital and go all in on something wild you feel me but a nigga will go ahead and put the motherfucking bids on his credit but won't put the loan on his credit to make some money you know what i'm saying and that's yeah. something i can't fuck with right that's real, bro. And that's that's in my opinion. That's why I, I I think people people like us, especially in the black community, I, I strongly feel like if you're doing some shit legally and you making bread, you gotta show the people. Sometimes as flat as like as flashy as you probably don't want to be, sometimes you gotta flash a little bit, not for selfish reasons, just because it's somebody that might see that and might get inspired. Like, damn, I didn't know that. That's why. I, like I don't really like I wear suits if I have to, but I I really don't wear them as much no more because I know that people where I come from they're not gonna that's not speaking their language. You see a nigga in a suit, it's like man, get the fuck. He ain't even relatable no more. That's why I wear some Yeezys, throw on some designer shit, throw on some Louis yeah. shorts because I know that's what niggas want. So they see that and they like, damn, he flying. You know what I'm saying he 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 riding in a nice wheel. He doing this, he doing that. He flying all over places. Damn, he make this shit look good. That's yeah, the, you know what I'm saying. It's fine, nigga. Know what I'm yeah. saying. Even though you, you make it look easy, but niggas know it ain't easy. And it's just right. like once they start to fully like transition into these type of things, and they see it's they can do it for themselves. They can do it for like themselves, bro. And then they pass the torch, bro. Like that's all I'm trying to do, man. A nigga pass the torch to me, I'm passing it. Keep on, keep passing Facts, it on, bro. And I, I, because I feel like in our community, if you're not like, like if you're not doing that, it, you kind of being selfish if you're not showing the people because. Like I said, in our community specifically, other communities don't have the mentality as if like, uh, damn, I, I like I'm trying, I'm trying to think of how how do I explain this? Like I, I, I feel like the black community, we the only community where it's like, if the shit don't look good, we ain't fucking with it. So I feel like if you want people to migrate 
to doing shit like that, you got to make it look good. If you just on some shit like, I ain't showing nobody nothing. I'm being low-key. That ain't inspiring nobody. And that's what we all here for. We all here to inspire the next motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so... Speaking of stack season, for the people that hear that, they're like, damn, what are you talking about? So go into detail and uh, detail about that. And, uh, we could talk about how other people would get involved if they want to do that, do it too. Stack season is basically a fiscal quarter of not spending your money frivolously. You know what I'm saying? Unless you really are making a lot of back end money. But nine times out of ten, we're, just not, we're not buying anything that's not making us money for these 13 weeks. Mm. And I break, it, I, break down, I break it down in the fourth stack season. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to participate in each one, but I feel like you should do at least one. You know what I'm saying? Realizing that 13 weeks isn't a long time. You know what I'm saying? Realizing which, like, cutting out a lot of this detrimental behavior and all this extra marginal enjoyment to build yourself up and to get into things that are going to send you in your end goal. I feel like it makes a nigga want to do it another 13 weeks and another 13 weeks and then take 13 weeks off and have a little fun or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You proud. You know what I'm saying? You did your thing. You know what I'm saying? You did 36 weeks of. I mean, 39 weeks of pure good behavior, pure good moves to get you moving forward. You're not playing tic-tac-toe with the money no more. You're playing chess with this money, you feel yeah, me? Facts. You know what I'm saying? You're not really being the consumer no more. You're putting the money where it's going to work for you, you know what I'm saying? So you can go buy some shit, and it's not affecting your bank balance at all. You don't even remember the money type of shit. It's purely profit, you know what I'm saying? When you go treat yourself, you know what I'm saying? You're not spending your money from your one lane versus... You spending some back end money, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, mm. I just feel like we gotta stop spending our day to day income to enjoy ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Especially right. when it's marginal. I, like, I don't try to down nobody play. Even if you make it two bands a week, I'm gonna call it that, bro, because you can't be complacent with that, you know what I'm saying? It's nice, but that don't mean you gotta be cool with that, you know what I'm saying? Because you could be getting more if you're making that much money, you feel me? You could be literally putting that money somewhere and leveraging it, you know what I'm saying? You ain't even really gotta fully do nothing, man. There's plenty of ways on Twitter that y'all show us. That we can get some money without doing nothing but other than filing paperwork or just parking it, bro. Facts. Like, if we can do it like that, why not do it, bro? And build this shit up, bro. Go hard for a year, two years, you know what I'm saying? And goddamn, build and this build, shit up build and build be able to, 
and I got a website coming soon. Okay, cool, cool. I bet, bet, man. And matter of fact, I got, I got one more question for you. I always like asking this question too. For the person that ain't got nothing, he ain't got zero dollars to his name, or he got a couple dollars to his name. If you could, if he, if he listens to this, he got his ears open. What's the advice, or what's a couple words that you could give him to like keep him like, damn, all right, I can do this. Nigga, I was just like you, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Make it twenty dollars a day. Sometimes money, no days. You feel me? You gotta keep it pushing. Just start formulating your plan on what you feel like you really want to be doing, and start building yourself up to that, man. Just little by little, just take these steps, man. Just keep trying to move forward. Fuck a side step. Fuck when a nigga knock you down. You gonna mm-hmm. keep getting up because you gotta be resilient. You feel me? You can't let a nigga knock you down. You can't let a nigga take your mind, especially because a nigga got your mind. And it's over. It's over. It's fully over. You can't mm-hmm. be defeated in the head. Mm. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Whatever's going on in life, you can't let yourself be defeated in the head. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yes. dropped the mic right there. You, you can't let the realest in the world. You cannot, no matter where you at, mentally you can't be there. If you poor, mentally you can't. You can't be the. You got to feel like I'm I'm rich in spirit. And I'm rich at heart. I know I'm about to get this bread, even though I ain't got shit. So that, right now that bread coming. It's coming. definitely coming. For real, it's coming, man. And, and, and with that being said, bro, I just want to say we definitely appreciate you taking out the time to do this, bro. Like, for real, man. This been some quality game for our listeners. Because I know this, this conversation definitely going to be appreciated, for real. So I just want to say we appreciate you, for real, bro. We go, and like I said, we're going to do a part two. And I'm dead ass about that. Because I, I like we got we to we continue this conversation again soon. Thank God. Let me know, man. Appreciate y'all for having me on here, man. Definitely, bro. Appreciate you. We'll be we'll be talking soon. I bet. Yes, sir. Uh, well, that was another episode of the Million of Mindsets podcast with Hugo. Like I said, he gave out all his information so you guys can reach out to him, get uh, get in contact with him, all that good stuff. And like he said, stack season is starting August 18th for everybody that want to participate in that and just start, start stacking that bread. And uh, before we go. For the people that don't know, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. And uh, Deanna, she's going to give her info as well. And you can find me on Twitter at Deanna S. Kent and Instagram at Deanna Kent or Kent Real Estate. And if you want to learn more about real estate investing, you can go to our website, www.parkhillconsultantservices.com and book a consultation with us. And that's all we got for y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. See y'all next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check, you ain't know I'm up next till I'm on the way. You ain't take risks cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. Oh, a lot of shit on the way. On the way.